Welcome to the Advancing Women Podcast, where ambitious women come together to challenge the status quo, advance their careers, and up-level their lives. The Advancing Women Podcast is hosted by gender equity expert and executive coach, Dr. Kimberly D. Simone. Welcome, warriors, to the Advancing Women Podcast. Theodore Roosevelt was onto something when he said, comparison is the thief of joy. And warriors, I want you to be honest. Dig deep. Think about all the ways comparison is stealing your joy. No matter how self-actualized we may be or how we see ourselves, and no matter how much we may know that comparison is not good for us, we human beings are driven to try to self-assess and to gain an accurate self-assessment of who we are and what and how we are doing in this precious life we are given. And this leads to comparison. Social comparison theory, introduced by Leon Festinger in 1954, suggests that people value their own personal and social worth by assessing how they compare to others. And scholars in the area of social comparison theory often talk about both positive and negative effects of comparison. And they'll argue that upward comparison, for example, can have a positive effect. It can lead to hope and inspiration. And even downward comparison can have the positive effect of gratitude. And certainly the research shows, and I think we know this intuitively, that there's a lot of value in gratitude and in hope and inspiration. But the social research also shows the negative effects of upward comparison, which is dissatisfaction and envy, while downward comparison can have the negative effects of scorn and feelings of superiority. But here's the thing. I am unconvinced by the arguments that social comparison can be positive, resulting in feeling inspired. I'm dubious of arguments that it provides us with a way to determine if we are quote-unquote on track. Because I would assert that there are far better paths to hope, inspiration, motivation, and gratitude than comparison. I say let's ditch comparison and replace it with a mindset and actions that better serve us, that don't have so much downside potential. It is not realistic that those upward comparisons will actually motivate or inspire us. I would argue it's far more likely and usual that it leads to negative self-talk. And research shows that negative self-talk creates a host of detrimental outcomes. And there are evidence-based self-regulation practices that are helpful in dealing with that negative self-talk. First is recognizing the negative thoughts, and those negative thoughts often come from comparison. And the second part is interrupting that negative self-talk using positive self-talk. But comparison just doesn't lend itself to this. So let's start swapping out comparison with inspiration, which comes not from comparison, but rather from aspiration. Arguably, any benefits of comparison can be gained in far more positive ways. If we see others doing great things, we feel inspired and we aspire to meet our potential. But we have to make sure that that's what we're doing, that we're seeing it in a way that is inspirational, that we are indeed practicing that self-regulation, that we recognize when negative thoughts or comparison or that negative self-talk starts creeping in so we can interrupt that. And sometimes for me, what can help is to find inspiration, not by comparison, but by finding inspiration in people who do something that's different but similar to what I'm doing. 
because it can take the comparison off the table. I'll give you an example. I like to run and I've run a number of half marathons. Half marathons are 13.1 miles. And that's what I like to run. That's what I aspire and train to run. I have no interest or aspiration to run full marathons, that 26.2 miles, no thank you, or ultra marathons, which are those 50 or 100 mile races. However, I do like to read about and research and hear about ultra marathon runners because they're doing something similar. They're running, but yet totally different. And that allows me to enjoy the inspiration without the comparison. So that's one way that I try to interrupt comparison. And again, we're humans. Negative self-talk and comparison will always try to creep in. Another great strategy to interrupt this is swapping those feelings of comparison, of not enoughness with affirmations that serve us. So if we see someone doing well, making real headway in achieving their goals, we may be inclined to compare and then engage in that negative self-talk. You know, when you start thinking, wow, look what they're doing. They're making it happen and I'm not. Maybe you even think I'm so lazy or I suck. Why aren't I doing more? But we can interrupt that and replace it with a positive affirmation that can move us into a more positive energy space that serves us. Maybe if you think, I'm just not getting it done, you can say to yourself something like, wow, I am sure they have challenges, but they're finding a way to move things forward. And that is so inspiring. I have a lot of challenges too, but even with those challenges, I'm going to move my project forward. Or even a simpler positive affirmation like, I am full of great ideas, but I am also patient with myself. My goals, hopes, and dreams matter, and I'll make the time to move my project forward. Get that inspiration, but not the comparison, not the negative self-talk. You get the idea. What's really great about aspirations is that aspirations are future-oriented. They can only be satisfied at some future time. And that is important because it distinguishes then aspirations, which are future-oriented, from immediate gratifications. The tangible manifestation of aspirations is goal-setting, whereas the manifestation of comparison is, in the case of upward comparison, feelings of superiority, and in the case of downward comparison, feeling envy or self-doubt. And this is a real problem because self-doubt created by comparison can result in fear of failure. And I did an episode on this a while back. Actually, it was one of the first episodes I ever did, and it was called Fear of Failure. And I'll put a link to that episode in the show notes. But essentially, it highlighted the research that shows that fear of failure doesn't move us to action as some people think it does, but rather oftentimes can be paralyzing, creating insecurity, imposter syndrome. It can result in lower performance or even worse, inaction. And it's interesting because earlier I quoted Roosevelt, and in that same speech talking about comparison stealing our joy, he also wisely advised this, quote, don't compare yourself to others. You have no idea what their journey is all about, end quote. And that sentiment punctuates why comparison is not only harmful, but also senseless because each of us is on a different journey. We have different context, experiences, and circumstances. We are all on different journeys. And one of the biggest problems in our current culture, our very public, digital, social media-driven culture, is that now, comparison is even more distorted. Everything is inflated and often unrealistic, whether it's filters on Instagram or those perfect moments on Facebook. We are often comparing a moment in our journey to someone else's highlight reel. And again, those types of comparisons often result in resentment, 
resentment towards others and toward ourselves. And in addition to confirming our inferiority or superiority, it can perpetuate toxic positivity and glamorizing the grind. And I've also done episodes on the negative effects of both of those things, which I'll include in the show notes, because these are even more negative downsides to comparison. And there can be very negative downside even to comparing ourselves to ourselves. And we've all heard the sayings, seemingly positive, like compare yourself to who you were yesterday, not to who someone else is today, or the only person you should compare yourself to is you. But even that, I would argue, is inadvisable. I understand the upside warriors. I'm ambitious. You're ambitious. The idea of being better, striving, it's well entrenched and it has served us in a lot of ways. But we have to be mindful that we're not dismissing the ebbs and flows of life, the shifts in life, that we are creating stress around always being more, that not enoughness that can result. Because comparing ourselves to ourselves is still comparison. And actually, it can be the most destructive type of comparison because it doesn't take into account the different seasons of our lives. And this goes back to the first line of the episode, that Roosevelt quote, that comparison is the thief of joy. Because comparison of ourselves and having to be better than the person we for can steal our joy. And going back to that example earlier about running half marathons, I find joy in running and in running a half marathon. But if in my 50s, I have to do better than the last marathon and the one before that, then that steals the joy of doing that thing. So maybe now in my 50s, that half marathon looks different. I will likely never again run that nine-minute mile. I don't have to compare my run today to past runs and then feel sad if I can't attain that or do better, because it is actually not at all about being better than I was yesterday. It's about aspirations that move me on the path of a joyful life, a fulfilled life, a life that's about the journey and just doing the things that make us healthier, more content, happier, more joyful, that help us feel a sense of purpose and satisfaction. And comparison, even of who we were yesterday, can be a real threat to our satisfaction. We deserve better, far better than the path comparison leads us down. Comparison is a scarcity mindset, a zero-sum game. An abundance mindset serves us so much better. And so my manifest statement this episode is this. If we go down that path and allow comparison to enter our lives, we go down a path of not enoughness. Comparison is kryptonite that too often leads us to believe that if we have what others have, we'd be happier, more satisfied. Comparison leads us to see others blooming and envy that rather than focusing on blooming ourselves. And as the saying goes, a flower does not think of competing with the flower next to it. It just blooms. So warriors, let's ditch the comparison and just bloom. For more resources, you can visit my website, www.advancingwomenpodcast.com and connect on Instagram at Advancing Women Podcast. I love getting your feedback, so please email me at drdsimone at advancingwomenpodcast.com. I just want to thank Joe Jacobs, the audio warrior who wrote the music for this podcast, and a huge thanks to Heather Harris, the creative warrior who designed the Advancing Women podcast logo, and thanks to all of you for joining me here today.